everybody, and fuck, welcome back uh, to Summer Movie Club. We've been, um, who, who's that singer? It's like, been way That song? I have no idea. You know, it's like something like, I think it's about her coming, because it's like something about like, it starts in my toes, when you go down oh. on me. I, I, know, I vaguely know what you're yeah, talking about. It's a song, and I'm pretty sure it's about her coming. Um, but yeah, it's been a long fucking time. Uh, I, as always, am your... Been a while. Been a while. Um, I'll tell a funny story about that in a second. Um, it's, uh... Oh, bubbly? Bye. Yeah, bubbly, there you go. <laughs> um, I'm your host, as always, uh, Adam. And I am joined, as always, by my, my brother and my true first love, uh, Zach. Zach, how are you? We back, bitches! Um, so... We've we've been gone for a bit, um, and uh, Aaron Lewis would say it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh, so that oh, before we go into the over the Aaron Lewis thing, um, Kevin Smith was talking about how like whenever somebody would say it's been a while, he would sing it's been a while, mm-hmm. and he put it into he wrote it into Tusk, and then when they were um, like going to make it, like whoever produced it was like, is there any like things that like you have we have to like clear or anything like references in the movie that we have to get like clearance for mm-hmm. and he's like no and he's like oh wait there is i make a reference to this stain song and apparently they're like, oh, okay cool so they went to get the clearance from stain and they were like no <laughs> stain stain is a bunch of assholes um but uh but yeah so uh, we're 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 gonna have a, a little bit of a different episode today. Well, wait, let's let's explain. Uh, oh no, I'm, a, I'm I'm going to. Don't worry. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, we're we're gonna have a little bit of a different episode it's today. Um, so we last episode we put out was uh, back in December, and we had a, a theme for December, which was just a very loose theme, but it was just generally cold. Yeah, cold, th- cold things. Um, so we did Frozen, and we said at the end of Frozen that we were going to cover uh, Empire Strikes Back, which we're going to cover next week, um, but we just kind of wanted to, to get back into the swing of things with this little bit of business. Um, we, took a, we took a break because right after the, uh, the Christmas holiday, uh, our father, friend of the podcast, Skip Weiss, um, ended up in the hospital for, was it two weeks? Uh, three almost. Yeah, two, almost three weeks. Um, so he's he's out of the hospital now. He's doing better. Um, he's getting shit. Shrug emoji, huh? Shrug emoji. Yeah, getting getting better. Shrug emoji. He, he's getting some getting some shit sorted out. Um, so uh, hopefully, maybe we can get him back on the podcast this year for uh, uh, for Father's Day again. I doubt it because he's a very sl- just like just like our friend of the podcast, Debbie Weiss, very sleepy. Um, yeah, and then there was all kind of, like, Adam started a new job. Uh, yeah, I, I, uh, so last summer I got promoted at work, went back, went from night shift back to day side, got promoted. And, um, just recently within the past month, I, uh, went back to nights because I got another promotion because I'm that fucking good. Um, Zach's been working nights, so our, and our schedules just haven't really been, Lining up properly, so and, and uh, since Adam got to humble brag many times, I've also taken a lady love. Take, Zach, <laughs> Zach has taken a paramour, if you will. Um, so yeah, so we've had some shit going on. Um, everything's everything's getting better. Um, it's getting better all the time, as uh, Aaron Lewis would also say. Did he? Yeah, when he sings the Beatles. Uh, <laughs> but uh, 
but yeah, so things are getting better. We're, we, we, me and Zach talked, like, the reason me and Zach started this podcast is because me and Zach wanted to have set aside time to sit down and talk and bullshit. So we want to get back to that because, uh, you know, I've, I've said before in the podcast that podcasting with Zach is one of the things, one of the, the biggest things I look forward to every week. So we really want to get back into the swing of things. So this week we won't be covering a movie. Um, yeah, we're going to do a little housekeeping. Yeah. Um, we uh, Just so that the next episode isn't... Yeah, just so the next episode isn't long. six hours long of what he's been watching. Um, so I, I... So Inside Baseball, Zach hasn't watched Empire Strikes Back. We were supposed to cover it back in December. Zach hasn't watched it. I've watched it. I watched it and took my notes um, the week we were going to cover it. Um, and when I took my notes then, I had like four or five things, maybe six things on my what are you watching list. And since then, it's now come up to 13, if I remember counting earlier. And Zach, being the psychopath that he is, is starting his Oscar uh, starting. I'm already. Uh, well, he's yeah. He's he's. We'll, he, okay, we'll do a little bit of Oscar for him. Yeah, he's he's been doing his Oscar thing. So Zach's what are you watching list is currently at uh, 55. fifty five movies, not so. including the TV. Yeah, not including the the TV thing. Actually, yeah, that's right. Mine was thirteen plus a TV show that we're going to talk a little bit about. Um, so Zach's is fifty five plus a TV show. We're not gonna. I told Zach we're not. Let's let's not go through all fifty five. I'll, I'll hit the highlights. Yeah. So um, we were just kind of. Kind of wanted to, to to sit down, talk about things we've been watching, and um, do uh, we have a, a we have a top five? The top five is actually going to play into what we're going to be doing with the podcast in the in the near future. Um, so my list is significantly shorter for my what are you watching? So I will I'll start it off. Um, I watched the the new. Uh, well, I guess uh, new-ish. It's been a, it's it's been a while since I watched it. Um, I just figured out what the picture of this week's gonna be. <laughs> uh, um, I watched uh, watched Black Adam with uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, so you you were witness to the shift of the power dynamic within the DCU. Yeah. Um, Have you been following what's going on with the DCU? No, dude, I don't follow shit. Like you you don't know anything about like the like the new like executives and stuff like that. No. James Gunn, the demented mind of James Gunn. The demented mind of James Gunn, really? He's now in charge of the... the Jesus, really? He's the Kevin Feige of the DCU now. Oh, really? Yeah, and he basically, like, scrapped everything. He's like, we're let's get rid of everything and make as many yeah, 80s references like, after, as possible. After, evidently, the Flash that's coming out it is, was just, like, going to be just another, like, piece of the puzzle, but now evidently is, like, a huge... Yeah, the, so, the, the if I'm not mistaken, I'm not... A huge follower of comics, but if I'm not mistaken, the the storyline that they're doing for the Flash movie is a comic book storyline called Flashpoint, mm-hmm. which apparently is like a big, very epic, very important, um, very, uh, very Keatony, yeah, very, very, very poignant uh, storyline in the in the DC universe. Um, so uh, I'm, I will say, be, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm a little excited about that. Um, I think, I think it's gonna. I was joking with Zach. I saw the trailer the other day, and I was like, oh, so they're essentially doing exactly what they did with No Way Home. Yeah, it's, but I, they're not burying the lead at I all. I think um, 
I don't think it's going to do very well because I think very quickly I think people have gotten burned out on multiverses, which yeah. is the same reason I don't think Ant Man is going to do very well. I'm very disappointed with the reviews of Ant Man. I was looking forward to. Ant-Man. I didn't see it. I it's didn't got see like fifty percent on Rotten Tomato. Oh really? It's like the second rotten MCU movie. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, Black Adam was whatever. It was you know it was watchable for a DC movie. Did, did you hear? Because part of the whole Kevin. Uh, no, I'm not gonna get up. James got the because there was some controversy. Hey, Amelia, 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 I will give you money out of my own wallet if you shush your face. She doesn't understand money, but Adam, she's a baby. Yeah. Um, because part of the controversy around James Gunn coming in was how they brought back Henry Cavill in the post-credit scene for Black Adam. Yeah. Um, evidently. Was Henry Cavill done? Evidently, that was all The Rock. Because evidently, The Rock kind of, like, got a little... The Rock went, like, Hollywood on it. He's like, no, no. The Rock, like, The Rock started referring to himself. Yeah, yeah, The Rock says. Because he wanted... uh, And then, like, they had to sit down with Henry Cavill and were like, no, we're not not bringing you back. And I don't think they're bringing The Rock back. Oh, really? Yeah, like, like they're kind of, like... They're doing two things. They're 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 doing kind of what they always said they were going to be doing with the DCU to begin with. Copying exactly what Marvel's been doing. Yeah. Uh, no, like they're going to have the through lines movies, mm. and then they're going to do like I forget what what the phrase that they're using is actually what they use in the comics to describe stories that are separate from the canon. Oh, okay. Um, so like things like uh, Pattinson's Batman will be separate, but they'll still make those movies. Oh, okay. But they'll have a... A, a like through a line? A canon who's, Batman. Who's canon Batman? That they haven't said yet. No. Um, I wish fucking Affleck. I liked Affleck as Batman. He might be. I fucking liked Affleck as Batman. Um, I forget what word they're using, but it's something they're using. Yeah. Um, I forget the point. I was like, it's like, continue. Um, so yeah, Black Adam was whatever. Um... A movie that I've always heard was really good, never watched, and finally did, and I enjoyed the hell out of it, was Cabin in the Woods. I haven't seen it. Um, ac- like I'm aware of. Actually, Cabin in the Woods, um, I watched... No, you know what? That's a lie. I watched... Um, a while back, I watched the second Zombieland, and I came up with the... I think I texted Zach the idea to, for covering um, for October, since we both fucking hated Slasher Movie Club so much. Um, I was like, we should do something, like, we should just do, like, horror comedy movies, and Cabin in the Woods struck me as something that we should ca- uh, cover, so I watched it, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, upon uh, Zach's recommendation, I watched The Menu with uh, Anya Taylor-Joy and, uh, I can never remember the kid's name, who plays Beast. Nick Nick Holt. Um, I want to say Stoltz, but that's what's that's the guy who was supposed to play Marty McFly, Eric Stoltz. Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Are you also confusing with Nick Stahl, who is a friend of the show, friend of the podcast from? He from, played the Yellow Bastard. He, he, yeah, he played that Yellow Bastard. Um, no, I'm just I can never remember if it's Stoll. I can't just fuck him. Um, but uh, something I, I I actually just looked at. I'm like, what the fuck movie is this? But I just remembered what it was. Is a movie called See How They Run, which was a I, now, I watched See How They Run. I wa- There's two movies on this list that I watched because it gave me Knives Out vibes. And I was like, I fucking love oh, I rem- Knives I Out. I'm trying to remember what's So I watched these two. So See How They Run is um, uh, Sam Rockwell 
and uh, Sarah Sharonin. Have you seen the clip of her on Colbert where he shows her Irish names? Yeah, I and, think so. And like she's like the like are hard to pronounce, and she's like pronouncing them for. Yeah. I feel bad for um. I feel bad for her because like she will forever, no matter what um what she does. I guarantee you, like the like. Any interview she does ever, the topic of conversation will always be like, how do you pronounce your wacky name? Just like I feel bad for people who are like really good at impressions. I watched, before we started recording, I was watching a video of Bill Hader doing a bunch of impressions. Mm -hmm. And I feel bad because I'm sure like that's all fucking Bill Hader gets asked. Like Bill Hader could be like, could do like a fucking Oscar performance and he'd be like, do your Al Pacino. I think now, like I think he's branching up with Barry. Yeah. That like, I think he... You kind of could get away from that a little yeah. bit, um, but see how they run was good. It was, it's like a, it's a whodunit, um, um, and it's 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 entertaining. I always like Sam Rockwell is always entertaining, no matter mm-hmm. what he does. Um, I still contend he won his Oscar for the wrong movie. What did he win his Oscar for? Three billboards. What should he have won his Oscar for? Not three billboards. Moon. Should he have won it for was, Moon? Was, was, was he nominated for something? Like, was he, was he nominated for Moon? I just didn't like. His character, like I feel like his sh- character arc yeah, he- was non-existent. Oh, you know what he, you know what he was nominated for that he did that he was fucking robbed. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he was fucking robbed in that, that fucking dance that he does, dude. Um, I watched Bullet Train, which was, which was all kinds of fun. Like it's just, it was just a fun turn your brain off and fucking enjoy some nonsense happening on a train. Um, but I, I really like, I, 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 I bullet train I, is something that I'll probably definitely go back and watch just cause I really, my favorite, uh, turn your brain off and enjoy some nonsense train on nonsense on a train movie is Polar Express. Polar Express. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was going to say a turn your brain off movie that you don't have to really think about anything that takes place on a train would be a uh, source code. Uh, my favorite, uh, <laughs> uh, Turn your brain off and do some nonsense with a train movie is a Stand By Me. Yeah, exactly. Um, Bullet Train, yeah, Bullet Train was just a lot of fun. Um, uh, just because I'm a, I, I'm a completionist and I have children, uh, I watched the, the newer Disney, I thought it was Disney Pixar, but it's not. It's just Disney movie Strange World. Uh, um, it was fine, you know. That, it was whatever. The movie that bombed. Yeah, it was. Came and went. It was very much like it. I was watching it, and I'm like, "Oh, this is just kind of like a, a worse version of Wally. Like, this is just a public service announcement." Wally doesn't have Jake Gyllenhaal. It's true, but it, it essentially, essentially, Strange World was just a fucking PSA about like how you know we're destroying the world and its natural resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, the second movie, actually, I watched three movies because there are how who done it, and I love uh, Knives Out. The second one that I watched. Is uh, Death on the Nile? Was that the? Um... It's the one with um, uh, what's the name of the chick who plays Wonder Woman? Uh, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot and the... Army Hammer. And I can't remember. I can't remember the name of the actor, but he's. I'm pretty sure it's the guy who plays Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, so yeah. It was because he uh, he plays what's uh, what's the name of the the detective? I don't remember. Perot? Perot, something like that, yeah. Because um, he did um, Murder on the Orient Express. It's like a, basically like a, because they're all... Oh, are, are, they all this, are they all like the same thing? Yeah, it's oh, Agatha Christie novels. I might have to watch. I remember, wasn't Murder on the Orient Express, wasn't Peter Dinklage in that? 
I think he was. <laughs> what did we do? I mean, he said something where Peter Dinklage is in everything, just the camera's not alone. Um, so yeah, Death on the Nile wasn't bad. Um, like I said, Kenneth Branagh fucking kills it. Um, the other third movie that I watched, because I, I, I enjoy uh, the, the whodunitness of Knives Out, is the uh, thing... spiritual successor to Knives Out, Glass Onion? No, it's not a spiritual successor. It's well, that's what I mean. Like it's sequel. It's not. I mean, like it's it's, it's, it's in the same vein and yeah. it's in the same way that Death on the Nile. Yeah, it's 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 in the it's in the MCU of Knives Out. Um, I enjoyed Glass Onion not as much as I enjoyed Knives Out. Um, I yeah, I enjoyed like the um, the uh, the the. What's the word I'm looking for? Like the the I guess you could say like the social commentary of like these exaggerated versions of celebrity King that Hudson's that exist. Mask that was just like a mesh. I don't remember it. When they're when they're going to the the boat, uh, her they're all messed up. Cause oh, that's right. She, yeah, that because it's all COVID. Do you realize who the guy who gives them the vaccines is? I remember like when it happened. I was like, oh, I know that guy. Ethan Hawke. Oh, that's right. I was like, I remember, no, I'm like, oh, that's weird. But now I was like, I can't remember who it was now. Uh, brief uh, spoiler warning for Glass Onion. So if you don't want to know any spoilers for Glass Onion, jump ahead about it, like 30 seconds or so. Did you, I visually, I didn't know exactly what happened, but I visually picked up on something happening. I did not. When, 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 uh, I, when the yeah, glasses. I didn't, I didn't pick up on it and I, I kind of want to go back and watch it just yeah. to pay attention. I, I couldn't tell exactly what happened, but my brain definitely went, something just happened. There. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like another movie starring Ed Norton that I wanted to go back and watch all the subtle things as Fight Club. Um, I want to go back and watch that scene again just to see if I can if I can see it in without you know. I just watched a whole video essay about Fight Club, uh, uh, posturing that uh, uh, not only is Brad Pitt a figment of his imagination, but Edward Norton is also a figment. Oh no, Marla, Marla, and Bob, and everybody in Project Mayhem. Oh really? Like the, everything, basically everything. Everything's a dream. Is in his is is part of his psychosis. Oh, because I don't uh, like I don't like it. Because I didn't realize it, but like they 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 show uh, Bob at some point in the movie, and he's made up of different. He's like a, like you. There's a way to look at it where he's an amalgamation of different things that you see in the movie with earlier in the movie. Oh, like um. I can't remember, like, a certain shirt he's wearing you see earlier. Like a pattern and stuff? Interesting. Um, I'll send you the video. Yeah. Um, uh, this, uh, this movie, I had I, seen this movie on, like, on demand for, like, a while and just never watched it. And I don't know what compelled me to watch it. But I watched this movie called Werewolves Within. Mm-hmm. It's never heard of it. huh? Never heard of it. It's this weird, like, I, get, I guess you could kind of classify it as, like, a horror comedy. Um... But it's um this guy who is a park ranger gets like relocated to like this small like town and he's kinda like on the outs with his girlfriend, like she, like they they're kinda breaking up, they're kinda on a break, whatever the hell it is. Um he gets there and he like kind of falls in love with um sure. No, he falls in love with the mail carrier who is played by Melina Melina Vontrob Vintrob? The girl from The Girl from the AT and T commercials, who I have a huge fucking crush on. Um 
she's in it and she um is the male carrier in this small town and they kind of like fall in love a little bit more like a female character yeah uh that's a character character yeah, a a female character carrier um but like they over the course of like the movie there's all these like animal attacks and it turns out that there's like a werewolf mm-hmm. in the town um and they figure out like who the werewolf is and everything like that it doesn't take place in london does it? it does not take place in london um sadly um something i watched more recently which i i had a conversation with this about with zach the other day about it like not that long after i watched it i watched um uh i watched wakanda forever Mm -hmm. and um black panther is a friend of the podcast i don't mind black panther i don't think i i don't think i'd put black panther in my top five mcu movies you're talking about the original the original black panther yeah um, I don't think I'd put the I don't think I'd put Black Panther in my top five. It probably it, I haven't. How many How many movies are there in the MCU now? Forty seven. Uh, uh, I'll get that. That's crazy. Uh, I watched it twice. The first time I saw it, and when we watched it for the podcast. Um, I would. I mean, it, it would probably. I'd probably put Black Panther top ten, but I don't think it'd be top five. Um, uh, We're up to eight thousand. Oh, just give me an answer. Continue. Yeah. Um, like there's, there's like I, I, I like, I would put a couple of the, I'd put a couple of the MCU television series above Black Panther. Did you hear that, uh, Kevin Feige? I, I, I'm guessing you don't have your your finger on the pulse of comic book movie news. No, I don't have my finger on the pulse of um, news in general. They, Kevin Feige, uh, said that they're going to cut back on TV shows and uh, focus on movies. Not necessarily focus specifically on the movies, but focus on more on quality over quantity than they have been in the last gotcha. few years. Um, which I would definitely say um, has been an issue with Marvel recently is is the the quantity they're going. I'm quantity. still uh, three. There's still three uh, MCU shows that I have not seen a single second of. With three, Moon Knight. Oh, I forgot about Miss Marvel and She Hulk. Oh, I didn't. I didn't watch Miss Marvel or She Hulk. I did watch Moon Knight though. I kind of breezed through Moon Knight. Is is just whatever. Like it said, is I think they were. They're definitely were were falling victim to quantity over quality. But yeah, Wakanda Forever wasn't bad. It's fine. It was fine. Over long. Yeah. Um. I. I it, like I, I'm sitting there watching it. So like I I went into it with one con- like preconceived notion of a character. Um, if you've seen the trailers or if you've seen the movie, you're aware that uh, Namor is. Did you know Namor is like the third ever Marvel character? That's what I mean. Like I thought, like in my head, like I knew he was like an older character. Um, and in my head, he was. I I thought he was a good guy. He's a. He's like, like an anti-hero? From what I've been he's like understood the, about the Namor character, he he's not really a good guy or a bad guy. He's out for himself and it, whatever happens, and, happens. No, no, it's so much it's he's he's out for himself and Atlantis. Because in the in the comics it's Atlantis, but they didn't want to they changed it in the movie so as not to create confusion between um that and, and Aquaman. Aquaman. Um, so if, if saving the world 
means saving Atlantis, he'll save the world. But if destroying the world means saving Atlantis, then he'll destroy, like, he'll try to destroy. Gotcha. I was going to say he's an anti-hero. He's the Punisher of the Seas, which is the name of my pirate punk band. I like it. Um, See, I went... Leather jackets with spikes on it, but, like, the the big uh, pirate hat with, like, the skull across. Exactly. I like it. Um... Eye patches with the anarchy symbol on it. The um the drum the 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 head of the bass drum is a is a Jolly Roger, but it has a mohawk and a the, safety pin. The drummer has peg arms. Yeah. That he, jumps with. <laughs> he, took, he went really really hardcore into it. Um, these uh the next three things are something things that I've watched like within the past week. Um, I watched the movie Legend starring Tom Hardy and mm. Tom Hardy. Um, I enjoyed Legend a lot. Like I had seen clips of Legend, like pure, like randomly on like Instagram reels or whatever. Um, and like I thought, I like I thought they were good. Like I really, you, you said you saw Legend, right? I saw Legend a while ago. Oh, I love, I love when they go. Tom, I won't, I love when the Tom Hardys go to the bar and the dude has like a pipe in his hand. And he's like, "What's that?" He's like, "It's a tool." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Hey," and he's like, "He's like, I came for a proper fucking gunfight." <laughs> And he just kind of like storms out because they weren't going to have a shootout. Like, I enjoyed that a lot. Is that when he puts his hand in his coat? Yes, his hands in his pockets. Yeah, and he puts him, puts him up. Like it, like, it looks like the thing you would do if you're trying to make it look like you have a gun when you're robbing a bank, but mm-hmm. you don't. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed Legend a lot. Um, uh, and I'm also, uh, I, I have a crush on, um, I have a crush on Emily Browning, mm-hmm. um, which I'm pretty sure that's her. Uh, I'm almost 100 percent certain because yeah, because when I looked it up, if I remember correctly, looking it up, she was she uh, Emily Browning is in um, American Gods. Emily Browning, that girl, whether it's having to deal with being orphaned and dealing with a evil count, yeah. or having to deal with some rough ass gangster, she just is constantly falling into a series of unfortunate events. Yeah, that seriously, um, she got sucker punched once. She did. Yeah. God. By Oscar Isaac. <laughs> I just hope, I wish the best for her. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of Legend. Um, something else I watched this week that I've always heard people talk about but never took the time to watch was, um, Sicario. Um, I thought Sicario was... Which, I just realized was, who did I, who did I see directed that? Because I looked up something else. Oh, I, I have no idea. Hold on. Um, but I enjoyed the shit out of Sicario. Why do I know that name? Yeah, it's Denny Villeneuve who directed um, Arrival, uh, most recently the um, the sequel to Sicario, uh, Dune, and the. Oh, okay. Um, oh, because I looked up, um, I somehow ended up on the letterbox page for Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. He directed that as well. Oh, okay. And I saw, yeah, he directed um, Sicario. Um, so yeah, I I really enjoyed. I enjoyed Sicario. Um, any any chance we get? Uh, I forget how Zach referred to him when I texted him about it. But Zach called Benicio oh, uh, Del Toro something. Benny DTs. Benny DTs. Anytime we get to see Benny DTs perform is is always a pleasure. Um, I uh, I watched a movie. I thought I could have swore Zach had recommended it or at least mentioned it to me. Um, I'm pretty sure it's an Amazon Prime original. It's called Somebody That I Used to Know. It stars, um, uh, shit, what's her name? Brie, Allison Brie. I was going to say Brie Larson, but yeah, that's not. I, I Allison, it stars Allison Brie, um, 
Haley Joel Osment is in it. Just like out of like, oh shit, Haley Joel. The Haley Joel is in it. The HJO? Yeah, the. the, the, the <laughs> um, HJO? Um, he's, uh, so basically it's about this girl who, like, leaves her small town to go to LA to pursue her dreams of, like, filmography and, like, making documentary films. Um, and she is, like, hosting, like, a reality show or something. Mm-hmm. And she goes, like, the show's season's done. So she goes back to her, like, she, they, they, like, record the finale of the season of the show. And then they find out that they're not going to re-up the show for next year. So she kind of, like, decides to, like, re-examine her life. And she goes back to her hometown. And while she's there, runs into her ex-boyfriend. And she, like, she she runs into her ex-boyfriend at a bar. Sounds like a, the old uh, Sweet Home Alabama kind of situation. Yeah. It's it's almost like, it, it's it's weird. It's almost like a, like an R-rated Hallmark movie, if you think about it. Like, small-town girl goes to the big city, comes back home, does, sees does the... She teach, does she learn the meaning of Christmas, but through fucking... She does. <laughs> um, she, um, so she comes back, meets, sees her ex, runs into her ex-boyfriend um, at a bar... They, like, hang out for, like, the rest of the night, and, like, he drives her home, and, like, she kisses him, and then, like, she goes inside, and then finds out, and then she, she, they, 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 they leave, and then she finds out the next day that he's actually engaged. And that, like, he's I getting... I you going to tell me that he was dead. No, like, no, he's, he, he's like been she... dead for 40 years. <laughs> no, it turns out that he's engaged and, like, he's actually getting married, like, that weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and she kind of, like, decides that she wants to try to, like, win him back. Um, because she, like, senses that, like, he's not happy. Um, like, he's not ready to get married. So, like, she kind of wants to, like, win him back. Um, something that I was not expecting was... Uh, Naked Allison Brie. Oh. Um, she was naked in... Um, uh, uh, the Wrestling. Yeah, Glow. Glow. Um, yeah, it wasn't expected. Like, it ha- it, it kind of happened. Mr. Skin Corner. Yeah. <laughs> it happened. I was like, oh, shit. Well, I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, oh, all right. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, it was it was fun. It had When you told me, like, you know that movie, I was like, no, I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, before. I could have swore Zach had talked. I, You know what? I could have swore you mentioned it because of Oscars. And that's the only reason What's why I watched again? it. Somebody that I used to know. I'm trying to think if it's like it looks like a title of something. No, but it, I enjoyed it. It was fine. Um, tar? Am I confusing it with you, tar? tar? Yeah, it's tar. <laughs> um, uh, and the other thing, I'm going to mention the thing, the the TV show, but I'm not going to get into it because it's also on you know, Zach. Adam, how long you're going? I might just do all 55. Uh, listen, we've only I've only I, I, listen. Back the fuck off. We've been going for 31 it's minutes. Been a while. It's been a while. We've been going for 31 minutes, and like five of those minutes was us making stained references and talking about dad being in the hospital. So chill the fuck out. Um, the last thing that I've been, the last thing that I've been watching that Zach has also been watching is the new uh, HBO series, The Last of Us. Which hold, well, I think we'll do a. Well, yeah, that's what I said. I, I was just going to mention it, but because when you get to your end of your list, we'll do a little bit about it, yeah. Um, but, Zach, what... Give me, give me like, your top... Have you... Let, here, do, do, me, do me this. All right. Well, have, of how many of, of, like, the 55 movies you've watched, 
how many of those movies weren't Oscar movies? Weren't Oscar, were not because, Oscar were, were not because of the Oscars? Um, because of the Oscars or because I thought they might get nominated? Because there's a couple I watched that did not end up getting nominated. No, give me a, what are there any movies that you watch that have strictly nothing to do with the Oscars? Uh, Not that you thought they were going to get nominated or that they are nominated. Yeah, I watched Avatar, the first Avatar. The first one. Yeah, I had never seen it before. Oh, uh, and I, I knew I was going. I mean, this tangentially has something to do with that because I knew the second one was going to get nominated. Yeah, for so at, at least special effects. So I knew I was going to have to watch the second one. Yeah, and I figured I might as well. Um, it was fine. I don't care. I don't. I don't care for. I gave it two stars. Yeah, I'm hungry. Oh. What do you want? Yeah, I don't. I and for fruit snacks. Like I, I don't understand the hype of Avatar. Like I get it. It's cool and it's it's a it's visually visually yeah, it's, it's it's a beautiful fucking movie. It's a it's like it's a spectacle, you know, of fucking filmmaking. But like. I don't care. Like you could, you could shoot, you know, you could shoot the most horrific thing in the world in a really nice camera, and you know, have blue kangaroo people running around. I'm still not gonna want to watch it. Um, like you could film my root canal, and the dentist could be Jake Sully, and I just don't care. Um, so I, I don't, I don't understand the hype. Um, I don't understand the hype to the first Avatar. Yeah, like I said, I I never watched it. Eventually, I'll watch the second one. Um, I'll get to that. No, not right this second. Go, go play. Zach's um, uh, Zach's kids are upset because they want ramen noodles because they're in college apparently. Uh, I watched um, the Matilda musical. Oh, okay. I liked it. I thought it was very good. Uh, some of the, I I was familiar with some of the songs through a uh, a. Uh, a uh, what do they call medley that was performed during the Tony Awards a couple years ago? So I knew some of the songs. Uh, I watched the menu. Um, you also say you also watched Wakanda Forever. Well, Wakanda Forever is that nominated for anything? Yeah, best supporting actress and some below the line stuff. Uh, uh, I oh, did, that's right. You said um, what's her face? Um, yeah, I watched The Northman. Oh, with the Skarsgård? Yeah, it was fine. I meant to watch that yeah. Skarsgård and Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. Uh, that was, I did a Nicole Kidman as well. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Uh, I did an accidental Liam Neeson. No, uh, Willem Dafoe's in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, an accidental Anna Taylor Joy back to back. Like I watched the menu and then the Northman. Oh, okay. Um, and then you just watched Last Night in Soho just for the hell of it. I'd seen I've seen that before. I, I, I kind of dug that movie because of like the technical aspects of it. I rewatched. I I watched it and it wasn't what I was. Ex- I like. I don't. I didn't know what it was expecting when I went into Last Night in Soho. Um, I enjoyed it, but I, I just, I don't, it, like, I left it with a feeling of it's not what I thought it, I did, I did, it, it's not what I wanted, I guess, but I, I rewatched it and I actually really, um, just like knowing like the scene where they're dancing in the club, just watching, like, do you ever see the behind the scenes video? Yeah. The, like the, 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 the super the, wide angle of them filming it. Yeah. Like that's like watching that shit, like makes you like appreciate it more. Like I enjoyed it a lot more the second time I did the first time. Um, a movie I'll, I'll only mention because it, it, it uh, completed. So a while ago, I don't know if I mentioned on, on the show, I made lists on Letterboxd. Uh, we, should get, we should try to get fucking Letterboxd to sponsor us the amount of time you talk about them. Uh, we should definitely make a Letterboxd account for the show. Yeah. Um, I made a list of all of the 
Oscar winners. Um, oh, see, but a letterbox for the show would be like intense though, because like, can you do TV TV shows on letterbox? No. Or is it just movies? Just no. you can do TV shows and movies. So like the letterbox, I'm assuming your idea for a letterbox for the show would be everything that we've covered and everything that we mention in what are you watching? Yeah, probably. Um, something like that. But continue. Uh, I'm sorry. You made list for the Oscars. Oscars for the last couple decades of all of the movies, any movie that has won one of the major eight awards. So picture, yeah. picture, actor, actor, actress, actress, yeah. actor, and then the screenplays. Um, as of right now, um, I I had one movie left in the 2010s. Mm. There's uh, had or have. Had. Had. Past tense. There's 55 movies that won it from 2019 to 2010. Like 2010 movie. to 2019. And for the longest time, I had one movie just sitting there. It wasn't streaming anywhere. I couldn't find it on the cinema app. And it was called Beginners. And it won Best Supporting Actor in um, 2011. It came out in 2010 with the 2011 Oscars. Yeah. Um, for uh, Christopher Plummer. And it's about Ewan McGregor plays a guy whose dad uh, is played by Christopher Plummer. Yeah. And his mom dies. His dad was played by Kevin Spacey with Christopher Plummer. Right, they reached out. <laughs> um, uh, his mom dies, and after his mom dies, Christopher Plummer comes out as being gay. and have it, Like, he's been gay. Oh, uh, okay. And starts living a gay, gay life. lifestyle. Yeah. And, but then gets sick, and like he deals with not only his dad... Getting sick, but also his dad. Like the coming to the realization that his dad's been living, been yeah. been living this secret life this whole time, and now and, he's uh, also dying. What's your name from uh, uh, Glorious Bastards? Oh, uh, the uh, uh, Sh- Shoshana, Melanie Laurent. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you could so, also Zach. Let's not forget. Catch me if you can. Not catch me if you can. Now you see me. I'm sorry. Catch me if you can. It was a good movie. Uh, so I watched. I finally found it streaming. So now I have seen every movie that has won one of the major awards, dating all the way back to. Let me see how far into the. The most recent movie that I have not seen that won one of the major awards was Milk. Uh, was Crazy Heart uh, from 2009. With- so, with Jeff Bridges. Bridges, and I'm pretty sure I have seen it, yeah. but not not like I don't have enough recollection of yeah. it to say that I've seen it. Yeah, pretty sure I've seen it. Yeah. So I have seen every movie in the last. Wait, or so are the, so you haven't seen Milk. I haven't seen. Okay. Milk. So I have seen every. Everything. Now that I'm looking at it, so if you if you guys use Letterbox. When you, I guess, when you've seen a movie, it's it's darker than the movies that you than the the lit up movies that you haven't seen. So the poster for Crazy Horse looks Heart. is Crazy Heart. Crazy Horse is something different. Crazy Heart just looks so is is it's a it's a Jeff Bridges like really close up on a black background. Mm-hmm. So it looks like from my angle that it's black that it's darkened out. So um, so I have seen every movie in the last fourteen years. Jesus, that is one one of the major. Eight Oscars. Uh, going back to my diary, as they call it. Uh, my diary. Finally saw Armageddon. That was one of my, my blind spot movies. Oh, really? Uh, I saw Heat. I've never seen Heat. Uh, that was good. Finally saw Spider-Man 3, which I never saw, just based on... Topher Grace? Yeah, yeah, just based on Topher. I, just, I don't agree with the okay. fact that he took the, the second part of his name in front of, instead of yeah. the first. 
uh, Minority Report. I saw. <laughs> you'd be like, I don't appreciate what he did to the Star Wars movies. Um, speaking of Star Wars movies, I finally watched Rise of Skywalker, so now I've seen all nine of the. The all nine of the the, the trilogy trilogy. Um, I saw Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Never saw that. That one was fun. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good movie. Um, Monkey Bone. I watched Monkey Bone. You never saw Monkey Bone? No. Dude, I've seen Monkey Bone multiple times. Um, I saw Big. I don't think I've seen. I think I've seen like the important parts of a Big. Problematic as shit movie. Is it problematic? He, like he basically fucks. He's he's a, he's an adult at that point. He's big. At that no, point. I mean yeah. I mean physically he's an adult. Yeah. So it's fine. It's in the eighties, Zach. Get away with shit like that. No, was it in the eighties? Was that the eighties? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's fine. Yeah. Um, I watched uh, more recently. I watched Train Spotting, which is another one I think I saw before. No. But um, I watched Love and Basketball, mm. and the last couple days I watched both of the first two Terminators. Another blind spot. Who's in Love and Basketball? Omar Epps and okay. a black girl. What's the name of... Is it the Basketball Diaries with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, but now to get into... Where's there stuff? Since we have recorded, the Oscar nominations came out. Yes. And um, Zach's a crazy person. I am currently... Uh, there are... 54 films and shorts. That you've seen? No. Nominations. Oh, nominations. 54... Uh, feature films, documentaries, and shorts. I am currently at 66%. I have seen two-thirds of everything nominated. Jesus Christ. Um, so, let me get... So far, let me get your... Now, before you answer... Before you before you give me your uh, the list, is... So, you always do your list of what you think is going to win... And what what well, I do what, my rankings. You, you, you say you you you've always said to me in the past like what you personally want to win, mm. but what you think is actually going to win. At this point, at I don't this know point, do you the, think the, the for picture, strictly for best picture? Best picture race is, is a little cloudy at this point. It could go any of because here's how the the Oscar voting goes um, for the non best picture. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you vote within your, as a member of the Academy, you vote within your group. Group. So directors vote for director, actors vote for actor. Yeah. Cinematographers vote, but everyone votes for best picture. Okay. And it's such a like it's a little bit of a crowded thing at the top of the the regular. So you could see like a movie, like Tar. Okay. There, maybe Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Mm-hmm. Maybe no one has Tar as their first choice, mm-hmm. but it's the kind of situation where maybe enough people have Tar as their second choice. Like, for instance, if not a single person picked Tar as their favorite movie, mm-hmm. but every single person picked Tar as their second favorite movie, mm-hmm. and then the top movie was a bunch of a mix between Banshees of Inisherin, everything, everywhere. So, so if, if it's if it's if it's not enough people vote for the same number one, number two takes it. Kind of. Like, they can wait it. Like Because yeah. I think it might be like a a certain thing like uh, like you see in, in MVP voting for sports. Like, you, you give a top ten and, like, number one gets ten points, number two yeah. gets nine, and so on and so on. So, say if uh, Tar gets a hundred votes, 
for number for yeah. So like if they get a hundred number two votes, that's ninety. But you know, another movie only gets. I mean, one 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 movie. Order of the the number ones. Yeah. Um. So it's it's very. I mean, I can tell you where my list is right now. I have I have seen nine of the ten nominees so far for best picture. For best picture, I have not seen Women Talking. Okay. Because that movie is just nowhere at the um, moment. Like it didn't even come out until I, after the nominees. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna make like a sexist joke. Like no, it is. I thought, thought you'd be like, I haven't seen Women movie, Talking because I don't agree with a them. A movie I watched leading up to the nominations because there was some like possibility that I could get nominated was the movie She Said about I, the. Harvey Weinstein, yeah. the, the women who broke the Harvey Weinstein. And uh, I pointed out to someone, uh, might be my uh, my lady love, uh, that she, she said, said and, and women, women talking. talking is essentially the same movie title. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um, so I have not seen women talking. So you've seen so you've seen nine of the ten Best Picture nominees for this year. I've seen nine of the ten. Um, give me give me your ranking of the of of of, your, of Best Picture so far. At number nine. I have Avatar The Way of Water. Okay. Again, I, I saw it in the theater. The first movie I've seen in the theater in I don't know how long. I could not tell you the last movie I saw in the theater. Was it your first... Was was Avatar Way of the Water your first post-COVID movie theater? Yes. Yeah. It was also That's my right. first uh, 3D movie. Oh, I can't do Did 3D. not realize it was 3D until we went to get... That we gave our tickets to the woman. And they gave you the glasses? They, yeah. yeah. I, can't um, do, I can't do 3D. Uh, at number eight, I have All Quiet on the Western Front. The, Which you said was, it was fine. It was fine. You said it was just kind of like slow and yeah, blah. It was, it was whatever. Uh, number seven, and this is, I had to think about this because the first time I saw this movie, mentally I was in another place, mm. um, I, uh, and I did not give it the give it the, give it, the, the it's, attention it's, it's needed. Just so, uh, over this past, uh, uh, like it was not this past weekend, but the weekend before. Uh, I, I rewatched it. Mm -hmm. And when I give it more thought, I might bump it up a little bit. But as of right now, it's staying where I had it. And number seven, you and said? number seven is everything everywhere all at once. Um, do you remember me telling you a little while ago that um, I was trying to watch... It was when I was trying to finally finish watching The Walking Dead... And I went to turn the TV on in my room, and for some reason the controller, the remote wouldn't control the uh, the TV. So whatever channel just happened to be on was the only channel that I could watch. So I tried to watch something like early in the morning while getting ready for work, and the only thing that was on was this channel. And the thing that was on that channel was everything everywhere all at once. And then I got home later that night, and I turned the TV on thinking maybe I could try to fix it. And everything, everywhere, all at once was on. What channel was this? It was like Showtime or something. I oh, think. it is because Showtime has the A24 deal. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, everything, everywhere, all at once is the longest fucking movie ever. <laughs> it's a crazy movie. I was like, it literally spanned my, my eight-hour shift. <laughs> now, I will say it did, if I'm not mistaken. See, that was the other funny thing, too, because when I, when I turned it on in the morning, it was literally just starting. So it was like it was literally just starting, and then I come home from work and turn the TV on, and it's still fucking on, and it made me laugh hysterically. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it did make me adjust my best supporting actress rankings. Mm -hmm. Rewatching it, um, at number six I have Elvis. Okay, which uh, I I saw. You know, it's it's fine. 
It's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks is unsettling. Um, it's a lot of movie. Yeah. Um, number five, I have Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Do you? Oh, do you? I don't even think we've. I don't remember if we've talked about it. I'm sure we have talked about it because I know I watched Elvis and I probably talked about it as my "What are you watching?" But I felt like super proud of myself because I said something to you that I had, like. I had. I was just making a, a statement, and then you were like, "Oh yeah," because that's who directed it. I was like, I, I think I watched it. and I said to you, I get vibes like, like Great Gatsby vibes, oh, where they were Alice, like, yeah, that's what where it was like old timey, but then they like were throwing in like random like hip hop music for some reason. I was like, man, this is real fucking Great Gatsby over here. You're like, yeah, it's because the guy who fucking directed Great Gatsby directed Elvis. I was like, oh shit. I love that Austin Butler is still just Elvis. I saw a video. I was watching, a, I, when I, I just mentioned I was watching a video of Bill Hader doing impressions. Before that, there was a video of just people doing impressions. And it was him talking on a, um, uh, one of the late night shows. And he was talking about how when he was a kid going to auditions, he would read, like, he would, like, recite the, the, uh, the Pulp Fiction script to his mom while she was driving him to auditions. So he was talking about how he was doing, like, the Christopher Walken, like, held this uncomfortable hunk of metal in up my ass for five mm. years. Um, he was doing that in the Christopher Walken voice, and uh, it, it took everything in me not to do it in the Christopher Walken voice. Uh, well, it's just, like, it's funny because he's, like, getting Golden Globe Awards, and he goes, and what's like my mama? It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, he's... <laughs> It's almost like it's like I I almost want I can't wait for like ten years from now when like the documentary comes out. Remember that that documentary Jim Carrey, that Jim, about Jim Carrey being a dick while making fucking Man <laughs> Man. what was it called Jim and Jim and Andy Jim and Andy. Um, uh, I can't wait for that where just like they come like they come out with a documentary in ten years about how that kid was just fucking insufferable while making that fucking movie. Um, <laughs> like, he refused to eat anything but peanut butter, banana, and bacon sandwiches. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a big peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> uh, number four, I got Tar. <laughs> Dude, I like your Elvis impression. Um, I've been working on it. I, just, I'm, uh, uh, I, gotta, I, I don't want to do it too much, because next week we'll like go to record Empire Strikes Back. I looked that part with you. I looked the little ring guy. <laughs> I think my favorite Elvis impression is Jack White in Walk Hard. <laughs> There's only two people who know karate. It's like it's Chinese people and the king. And that's me. <laughs> uh, number three, I have Triangle of Sadness. Do you even know what that movie is? No. It, went, it won the Palm d'Or at Cannes. It sounded real pretentious right there. Yeah, I, knew, I, knew I, I, watched, I watched Triangle of Sadness. It's art. You probably haven't Do, even heard of have it. Have you ever heard of art before? <laughs> uh, it's about rich people on a luxury cruise. And then things go awry. Awry. Mischief ensues. Uh, Woody Harrelson plays the drunken sea captain. No, no. Uh, number... just, just reminded me uh, in the movie Ted when they go over Joel McHale's house. And like he's just walking Mark Wahlberg through the house. He's like, he points to the wall and he's like, this is art. Get it? It just keeps walking. You know what? <laughs> Clip comes up on like TikTok or whatever. The the fuck me eyes from Ted too. No. Because that um, comes up on Instagram. Or the Instagram Liam Neeson uh, buying tricks clip. Where he goes, he Ted's at the working at the store, and Liam Neeson oh, yeah. like, it's like, uh, I understand these uh, the cereal is exclusively for children. He goes, uh, yeah, that's what the the commercial says, just for kids. He goes, it's like, is that a enforced by law? Because <laughs> <laughs> when he, when you he, like, he's leaving, he's like, I won't forget what you did for me today. Nice. And Ted's like, kind of wish you would. Uh, number two, and then my tattoo, I got the Fablemans. 
The Steven, do you even know what that is? The Fablemans? The Fablemans. I may have heard that, actually. It's the Steven Spielberg movie about his childhood. Oh, I, yeah, you've talked about I, you, I know you've talked about that. And then my number one is... Because I think that was one of the things... When you started your things that are probably going to get nominated for Oscars, I remember you talking about that specifically. Um, and the number one, I have The Banshees of Inisherin. Zach was recommending that to me um, the other day to watch, and instead I watched... Uh, uh, Sicario, Legend, and somebody that I used to know. Um, um, if I could, real quick, yeah. uh, there are one, two, three, four categories that I have watched all five nominees for. Let me get your number one from the from. Let me let me get the category and your number one. Let me give me. Yeah, give me just give me your give me give me the category and then give me the list, but then end the list with your number one. Um, so just do it like kind of just. Yeah, uh, I mean, because I, I, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about you know what I mean. Like I don't, I, like you don't, you don't have to go through your exact rank. I just want to know what else is nominated and then what you oh, think. Okay. Uh, uh, so I've watched all five best director nominees. Uh, nominated is Todd Field for Tar, who's my number five. Ruben Osland is number four for Tar. Uh, Trago Sadness. Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. The Daniels. Familiar with Daniel? You ever see uh, Swiss Army Man? Yeah. Oh, Swiss Army. that remember? I know that's dude. It's crazy that you just fucking mentioned that because when I that whole I had that whole thing where I figured out that everything everywhere all at once is the longest fucking movie. There was a movie that was on before everything all at once at all the time started. <laughs> what is it called? Everything everywhere all at once. Yes. There was something that was on before that started, but I couldn't fucking remember what it was. It was fucking Swiss Army Man. Is, is that A24 too? Yes. Yeah. They also, if you remember a movie I told you about, uh, The Death of Dick Long, uh, we watched a couple um, months ago about two, three friends get drunk and then one of them dies and he dies in a crazy way and they like they lie about him. No. It's an A24. They, no. uh, the, one of the Daniels directed that. No. Um, they're my number two. And number one, I have Martin McDonough who directed Banshees of Sharon. Mm. Uh, I've seen all five Best Supporting Actor nominees. Okay. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry is nominated. He's from, you, you might know him from Atlanta, where you'll be, in, you'll you'll see him down there. Adam Adam's taking a I'm business at, trip. Yeah, I have to go to, to a, Hotlanta. Yeah, today today is uh, Friday. Um, on Sunday, I have to fly down to Atlanta for work, so. Uh, he's, he's in the show Atlanta. Uh, he, he's in a movie called Causeway, which didn't get a lot of buzz. It was on Apple TV, it's like, movie with Jennifer Lawrence. She plays a uh, for a um, army vet who gets I don't know who Jennifer a, Lawrence is. She, she wouldn't either because she got a brain injury in the movie. Oh. Um, what? You have something on TV. What do you want? Um, Zach is going to go into the other room. And I'm, I'm going I'm, to. I can do it from here. I'm going uh, to plot to murder his children. Uh, Brian Ty. Ty uh, well, I thought you were going to say Brian Dennehy. By Brian Tyree Henry uh, for Causeway at number five. Uh, this is the stacked category. I think this is the most stacked category of all. Of, it's, and it's the best supporting. Best supporting actor. Yeah, and it's the toughest to call at this point. Um, uh, Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. Emile Hirsch. Uh, it's his grandfather, Judd. Yeah. Um, uh, I have Brendan Gleeson from Banshee's Men of Sharon at number, uh, three. 
Uh, I have uh, Ki Hui Kwan, who you may know as Data, and what's it? Short round? Yeah. What He's, the fuck is he in? He plays the main character's husband in, in everything, everything, everywhere, at once. This, is, is that you assuming because he's Asian? The second, you, the second you said, like, I forgot we were just talking about the movie. You're like, racist. Um, and then my my pick uh, is Barry Keegan. Uh, Buster Keegan's yeah, brother. But, well, first off, that's Keaton. Keaton? Is it Buster Keaton? Yeah. I don't fucking know. Who is Michael's grandfather. No, um, no. <laughs> no uh, Barry Keegan, you know, uh, he, he just played the Joker in um, the Batman. He's... I know, I know that there was that scene, but I don't remember. You would know him as here. I'll pull him up. He's also in Banshees of Inner Sheer. Uh, Neither of him, him or Brendan Gleeson, are going to win because what ends up happening with these things is uh, this: the like you have people who want to vote for the movie, mm-hmm. and the vote gets split. This guy. Oh, okay. He's kind of like. You know what he reminds me of? Ezra Miller Light? He reminds me like if someone tried to draw Ezra Miller from memory. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was in Dunkirk, The Killing of Sacred Deer, et cetera, et cetera. No. Um, You know, all those things I've seen. In all, like, like, Kikwe Kwan is going to win. I saw all of the best original screenplay movies. Yo! Ben, relax! Dude, I will turn your TV off, and then I'll hit it with a hammer. Um... I have Tar at number five, Everything Everywhere All at Once at four, The Fable Men's at three, Triangle Sadness at two, and Banshees. I'm, I'm hoping. You, you, I, I loved. Zach's putting all of his bag, eggs in the Banshee I basket. I loved Banshees of Inner Sharon. Um, Banshee Basket was the Colin name. Colin Farrell is my, who I'm rooting for for best actor. Banshee Basket was the name of my all female punk band who also uh, did Wicker. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this on, this is what you're watching. Um. Uh, what do I still need to watch for best of the Screenplay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm not listening. Uh, and then <laughs> I have also seen all of the nominees. What? He, he said he wasn't listening, but he is listening. He's upset. Watch the movie. Watch the show. What? This? This? This kid has no idea what the fuck he wants. You want cats? I think he's saying right. Amazon Prime. Surprise! This? Whatever. Minions. You're watching Minions. Not a Oh my god. Dude, that's how Surprise on Netflix works. We're, we're watching. Learn how the fucking. Cats. Learn what the random button is, Ben. Piece of shit. Uh. Did I say what category I was about to talk about? Yeah. Oh, I've watched all five of the best animated feature. I want to talk about this. Okay. Um, Let's see if I've seen any of them. I saw The Sea Beast, which is a Netflix. I know what it is. With, uh, what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. No. You're thinking of... Uh, Crispin Glover. Yes. Uh, no, what's his name from uh, 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 The Boys? The... Torture. Um, Oh, um, Keith Urban. No, not Keith Urban. Yeah, not Keith Urban. Um, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Uh, he plays the... Keith Urban's brother. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Keith, Keith Urban's grandfather. Yeah. Um, I watched... That's what I got at number five. It just could not hold my attention. It's, it's, it's very whatever. Honestly, um, I didn't even realize that it was... Like, when I saw that it was on... I, I saw, like, it on Netflix. 
And I thought it was just some random animated thing that Netflix made, you know, to occupy children's time. That's whatever. Um, now, four through one, I loved all of these movies, mm-hmm. but I loved them progressively more. Yeah. Um, Upside down, it looks like number four says Pocahontas. It's Pinocchio. Uh, oh, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I watched that. Um, very, it's going to win. Mm-hmm. And it's very well made. Yeah. Um, uh, number. Th- I, I, I don't think there was what enough. Is, what is everybody's fascination with Pinocchio? I don't think there was enough Ron Perlman and Guillermo There's del Toro. There's never enough Ron Perlman. Sorry for the interruption, but let's have a quick word from our sponsors. Uh, I'll just smoke a cigarette real quick and we'll finish. Nope, I already started recording. Oh. Hey, sorry guys. Uh, the so Zach, uh, when, when me and Zach used to record in person, we would record on Zach's laptop on GarageBand. Zach's, if you've been listening to the, the episodes of the podcast, Zach has been slowly degrading technologically. Um, he used to do, he used to have a laptop, he used to have noise canceling headphones and a microphone and all this nonsense. And now he's back to recording on his phone. Um, and I have my laptop, but I don't have a recording program on it because I'm a silly goose. Um, so we're just recording straight to the uh, Anchor app. Uh, on the phone, which you probably just heard an anchor uh, ad. Let's be realistic. Um, but uh, we just found out that when you're recording locally like that on the phone, it it, it cut it off at an hour, I think. So um, we had to quickly jump back in. At but, this point, we hammer our dialogue into yeah. chisel our dialogue into stone yeah. tablets and then <laughs> put it out. But we we don't even send it on the internet. We just we we send it out via Pony Express. We have Moses carry it down from. Yeah, we 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 give it to Moses. Oh. He carries it down to John Hannigan. Um, but Zach was just when when we were Zach was cut off. He was talking about a uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr. making Pinocchio. an animated Pinocchio movie where he plays Pinocchio. Um, but yeah, that that's all I have to say. Everybody wants to do Pinocchio for some reason. Mm. Uh, my number three, I thought was going to be my number five, just when I first saw the nominees, and I ended up. Really digging it. Huh. Uh, was Puss in Boots the Last Wish? No, nah, you said this. I'm like, I sure. I'm like, you, it's 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 fun. No, it's not. The animation is interesting. Is it is it is it what's his name? Antonio Banderas. Yeah, did they get Antonio Banderas. Goddamn, know it. Salma Hayek. They got him. John they got, Mulaney. Jake, they got them all. Florence Pugh. Yeah. Olivia Coleman, Oscar Award winner Olivia Coleman. Why do I know that name? Well, she was in The Favorite. She played the Queen in The Favorite. That's what she won the Oscar for. You would know if you saw her. She doesn't know a bunch of stuff. Um, number two, I had Turning Red. I enjoyed Turning Red. Um, I uh, we, we went into a deep conversation about how it normalizes periods, which is nice. Yeah. And number one is the cutest goddamn movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. Uh, that's 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 for animated. It's, I mean, it's technically animated, but like, I mean, it's it, I mean, the, it's it's all right, let it me, blurs let, the line. Let me rephrase my sentence. That's nominated at all. Yeah, it's stop motion. No, yeah, no, I mean, but I'm saying it's nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, it's nominated for best animated feature. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I it, when when you say Marcel the Shell with shoes on, I don't think, oh yeah, it's an Oscar nominated film. I think it, it, it's 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 strange because they're the shells are the only things animated, mm. and I guess there's certain there's rules because there's been things that couldn't be nominated that you would think could like, be nominated, but like, like who frame Roger a Rabbit? certain percentage of the movie I think needs to feature animated content for it to be. Uh, but it's the cutest goddamn movie I've ever seen in my life. I just uh, I, I I always quote um, the videos, the Marcella Shell videos. And it's like all you care about is treats and snoozing, snoozing and treats. 
Um, outside of... Uh... Also, I think I have... I don't know what it is, but I have a, a crush on Jenny Slate. Yeah? Yeah. You know, her ex-husband is the one that, like, directed and, like, made the movie. And they, like, they... Uh, he, she, it, they used to be shorts. She, yeah, she came. Short. I saw an interview. She was talking about she came up with the character because she was staying in a hotel room with her now ex husband and this other guy, and she was like, they were, they were somewhere. I forget what it was, but like, she was talking about how like she like could never get in the bathroom, and like they were always like, she's just like, she's like, she's sharing a room with like these two like big dudes, and like she's like this tiny little girl, so like. She would constantly start talking in this voice, and the voice that she would talk in became Marcel the Shell. Um, it's, 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 it's a great. I loved it. Like, mm. like it. Uh, it features sixty minutes. The the, the television CBS program show. Uh, 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 it's, 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 I, I, I loved every second of watching that movie. Yeah. I it. When, when, if I were making my rankings of all of the movies total, which I haven't, which I tend to do, but I haven't done yet, yeah. Marcel the Show with Shoes On might be number two of every movie nominated. It's awesome. I I loved every second, and when it was done, I felt warm inside. Is like that time where like when, like last year, like you watched the second, like you watched uh, you watched the 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 Borat sequel, and you're like. The Borat sequel is really fucking oh, good. I'm like, I awesome. doubt the Borat sequel is good. But it was a lot better than any business being. No. Uh, I just want to shout out some of the, the shorts I've watched. Because so far, uh, where am I at? I've watched two of the five live actions, three of the five animated shorts, and four of the five documentary shorts. Um, in terms of... Uh, uh, the shorts really the only. I just, I just, I just want to say, I just want to reiterate. Before we started recording, I said to Zach, "Let's not go through all 50 And I'm pretty sure you've gone through the majority no, of no, which... I really haven't. There's a lot more that I've watched. Well, you guys say you, you, you've talked about it either. I watched three of the foreign films. I haven't talked about you, any you, of those. You, you've, you've talked. You said Banshees of Redanthe about six times. These are sheer. Yeah, I know. I just uh, like, <laughs> I, I, the only one of the shorts I'll talk <laughs> about. Say Banshees of Banshee. <laughs> Banshee's about Shira, yeah. The only short I'll talk about, because uh, mm. not only was it my probably favorite of the, the what, uh, uh, ten, uh, nine shorts of the 15 I've watched, mm. um, that I, I, I think words mentioned is also readily available on YouTube. It's called My Year of Dicks. My Year of Dicks. Yeah. And it's a, sh- a short, it's an animated short, nominated for Best Animated Short. It's about a uh, teenage girl trying to lose her virginity mm. and it's told in five um segments mm-hmm. uh of five different dicks uh yeah basically five different uh instant, like uh situations where she could have lost her virginity could have, and then yeah um it was great i, I really liked it uh i did you say also, it's on youtube I, yeah. how long are we talking i think it's like 20 minutes yeah no. um in terms of documentaries, the only one that's worth mentioning right now that I've seen, I've seen three of the five, is Navalny, which is on HBO what Max. Is, what is this? Navalny. No, no, what is this category? Documentary. Oh. Feature. Documentary feature. Yeah. Um, it's about a uh, anti-Putin Russian politician mm. who gets poisoned. Oh. And... Sexy. 
uh, recovers and then starts investigating himself along with a few other people as to who poisoned him. Poisoned him. He's trying to prove. He's investigating himself that he didn't poison himself. Uh, trying to prove that it was tied to the Putin uh, uh, administration. Yeah. Um, and there's one part of it um, that's just like, like the same way. I mean, it's like there's been some controversy since but the, the end of the, the the documentary series, The Jinx, hmm. where you don't know what the Jinx is with Robert Durst. The end of the documentary series is very famous because he basically there's a very shocking moment at the end that they pick up on microphone. Hmm. Um, he says the N word. Yeah, he does. Like just, just for ten minutes straight, <laughs> no context, no other words. Just just says just, it. just says it in various. <laughs> Tones and inflections. Does impressions. It's like, now what if Robert De Niro said the N-word? Um, might sound a little something like this. <laughs> um, I feel like there's a, been a movie where you could hear Robert De Niro say the N-word. I'm sure he says Google it. Google it. When does I'm not going to Google when does Robert De Niro say the N-word. Uh, uh, real quick. One of, uh, I, I, watched, I watched Saturday Night Live, an episode of Saturday Night Live recently. It's fucking god-awful. But the one really good thing on Saturday Night Live is... Was it the Pedro Pascal episode? Because that was, evidently was very good. Like, evidently no, it was very well-suited to... No, I don't think... I don't think I remember who was the host. Um, but the one thing that I really enjoy on Saturday Night Live is um, the uh, when they do Weekend Update and uh, they write jokes for each other. But it's that. basically just, like, ridiculously racist jokes for each other. But the one that, the one that, uh, Colin wrote for Michael was, uh, that the, a guy, I can't remember who he's, he owns a sports team, I think. But he's, um, investing a lot of money in a, a news network aimed specifically towards black people. And they're calling it CNN word. <laughs> and, like, Michael J, like, reads it and then, like, laughs and, like, looks at him and like, come on, man. <laughs> My favorite one of those was, um, what movie was Scarlett Johansson in? Where uh, she was playing an eight, like a, in the comic version, was it a Tell Angel or something like that? Like, where like the, the comic version of the character oh, is Asian. Um, oh, um, Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. And there was controversy. So they were talking about Michael uh, Che, supposedly, because I don't know how true it is. Mm. Colin Jost plays it very well as if he had never seen the jokes before. Um, but supposedly Michael Che had written the joke that Scott Statt was playing. Frank Sinatra in an upcoming biopic mm. is like, uh, which is uh, more shocking is the fact that they cast uh, Sammy Davis Jr. will be played by Scarlett Johansson. Because Colin Jost, I don't know if you know, is married to Scarlett married to, Yeah. yeah. Married, um, married to Scarjo. Uh, oh, I just saw a thing the other day where, oh, he, um, uh, it was a, a Pete Davidson clip from Weekend Update. And Pete Davidson was talking. He's like, he's like, you don't, you don't get it, Colin. You're always like, you're out there rubbing elbows with the Avengers. Sometimes other things. <laughs> I uh, speaking of Pete Davidson on Weekend Update, I was just explaining to somebody. Um, I was explaining to someone the the bit where uh, Pete Davidson just blindly reacts to pictures of people who are running for office when he got into all that trouble. Um, when he said the oh, shit with the guy's first name, Crenshaw. The politician, he's a, you know, I think he's a politician from Texas. I want to say he's a governor. No, I don't know. Senate. I think That's he's the part, one with the eye patch. Guy with the eye patch. Yeah. Um, but uh, he made a joke about him. And then, like, he got in, like, a bunch of shit because the dude is a... Dan. Dan Crenshaw. That's it. 
the second you started to make the form of the D, I was like, fuck, his name is Dan. Um, he got a lot of shit because Dan Crenshaw lost his eye because he's a war veteran. Mm-hmm. He lost his eye in combat. And um, the, like, Pete Davidson had to go on and apologize for it. And like they had Dan Crenshaw on and he apologized to him. And like this was right after him and um, uh, what's the pop singer's name? Ariana Grande broke up. Mm-hmm. So like Pete Davidson's apologizing and then like Dan Crenshaw's phone rings and it's an Ariana Grande song is his ringtone. He's like, oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Let me get that. <laughs> um, uh, two Pete Davidson jokes I want to touch on. Yeah. Uh, first off, one, my favorite joke he ever made referencing Ariana Grande mm. was like a stand-up bit where he's talking about how she uh, talked about how she didn't know who he was until they started dating. Oh, yeah. So he's like, and, so it's just open it's like, season. And he's like, imagine, he's like, imagine if I did that. I'd be crucified. Imagine if I spray painted myself brown. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then there's another joke. It was, it, he, it, I didn't even hear it from him. I don't think. I think someone, maybe Natasha Leggero or someone, mm. someone, like, one of like a, a roast regular was talking about jokes that had to get cut. Mm. And oh, I, di- I I just saw this, but I can't remember what the joke was. Well, there's a joke. That I think it was during the Rob Lowe roast because yeah. Peyton Manning was on. Yeah. And uh, the joke was uh, Pete Davidson would say, uh, "I don't know uh, Peyton. I don't know who spent more time uh, bent over you and uh, at the line of scrimmage or me looking for my dad's helmet after nine eleven the ground zero." I think one of my one of the best jokes I've ever heard is not. By Pete Davidson, but it's on Pete Davidson's, um, uh, what's the word, behalf, I guess? When you make fun, if you make, uh, if you're making fun of somebody. A what? If you're, if I'm making fun of you, I'm making a joke on your behalf? No. On your... At your... Expense. expense. It wasn't made by Pete Davidson, it was made up by, uh, by the, at the expense of Pete Davidson. Um, the Jimmy Carr bit where he's telling, uh... He says that he, he's, like, yelling at the other roasters for making jokes about Pete Davidson's dad. He's like, Pete Davidson's dad is a hero and died on 9-11. He's like, this is not the roast of Pete Davidson's dad. That was in 2001. <laughs> and, like, they show Pete Davidson, and he's like, oh, that was dope. <laughs> I love Jimmy Carr. Um, I, I just sent Matt a Jimmy Carr joke the other day, but I can't remember. What, like, a stand-up bit, but I can't remember what the fuck it was. I have to listen to, I, 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 it's been a while since. I think he was kind of, like, semi-canceled. But I don't think it was... I think he, like, got in trouble for something. If I remember correctly, I think he got, like, in trouble for, like, tax stuff. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think... uh, Let me look at my list real quick, make sure there's nothing else I wanted to to bring up. So, I have... uh, Let me do a quick count, because I have... Today is February... 17th. 17th. Uh, March 12th is the Oscars. I've already taken off. Mm. I'm going to have to watch under my phone, I think, because we don't have cable. Mm. I will be wearing a tie. Of course. I will be drinking champagne, probably. Of course. Probably be uh, uh, eating shrimp cocktail. Of course. The whole night. Yeah. Um, it's Hollywood's biggest night. It's Hollywood's biggest night. <laughs> we can't. We have to be. Um, so, uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15... 16, 17, 18, 18 things I need to see. And one, two, three, four of those are short. So 14 full-length features I still need to see. And some of these are just nowhere. Have you heard about the controversy with uh, the best actress category? No. Um, so a lot of people were expecting... I just want you to know, if it's news, I haven't heard about it. Some people were expecting either, either 
I thought you were going to say Isla Fisher. Uh, Viola Davis to get nominated for Best Actress for The Women King, which I saw. Okay. Which was fine. People called it, like, Lady Gladiator, which I, uh, I get. It was fine. Um, and then a lot of people were expecting... I want to look up her name so I can be uh, accurate. Pronounce it properly. Uh, Daniel Deadweiler for the movie Till. TJ Deadweiler's mom. Uh... What? Who's mom? T.J. Detweiler. Uh, oh, her name is Deadweiler. Oh, not Detweiler. Okay. No, Deadweiler. Gotcha. Um, they probably the relatives probably they just got ch- changed different in Ellis Island. Uh, do you know the story of uh, what's his name? Uh, Emmett Till. No. Uh, he was referenced in uh, uh, Through the Wire. Yeah. Uh, he was a black kid uh, in the fifties, I believe. A fourteen-year-old who was accused of looking at a black a white woman or something. Yeah. And they... Uh, killed him. Killed him and beat him, like... like Yeah. Horrifically. Like his like his face. And and she famously... Scared a guy that my face looks like... Okay. His yeah. mother... I was just thinking of the lyric. I'm like, oh, okay. That makes his mother famously sense. insisted on an open casket. Maybe a little insensitive, Kanye, but continue. Uh... To like, like Kanye West being insensitive, unheard of. Uh, his mother famously insisted on open casket, like, 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 look what you've done. Yeah. Um, though she was in the movie Till, which is about the mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a grassroots campaign among celebrities to nominate this woman named um, uh, Andrea Rosborough. Okay. Who is also in Till? No, she's. Um, for this very little scene movie called To Leslie about a I thought you were going to be like this an alcoholic woman like, I thought this could be a sarcastic like this little movie called Titanic well here's here's how it started the so so people were starting were campaigning well, the movie I'm confused alright so a people, lot of Oscars is campaigning it's yeah, not like yeah, just like yeah um the director of To, Les- to Leslie is named Michael Morris. Okay. His wife is, uh, let me, let me pull up, because I, you'll know who this is when I show her, I just can't think of what her name is. Um. she an actress? Yes. Um. What was she in? His wife is Mary McCormick. Yeah. Um. Mary McCormick is friends through being in the movie Private Parts with Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. So she's saying to Howard Stern, hey, why don't you mention the movie and Andrea Rasbro's performance. She uh, she like ends up getting like a bunch of her friends, like Hollywood, Edward Norton, Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. uh, just tweeting her. And all of a sudden she gets the, she was in Scooby-Doo WrestleMania Mayhem or whatever it's called. Nice. Mystery. Um, Mary McCormick was. Um, <laughs> uh, so they're campaigning so they start this campaign for this lady to get nominated for she's in Mystery Alaska which you had mentioned to me in the last couple of days yeah um, um, yeah and, and like all of a sudden this, she plays Russell Crowe's wife uh, nobody had seen this movie mm. and all of a sudden she she sneaks in as a nominee and they're in like to the point where like the Academy held a meeting to investigate and I would guess um like it, it, evidently, they they broke a couple rules yeah. of, of campaigning and stuff. 
Um, and it, it does not look good that this white woman snuck in and, and beat out like the two yeah. potentially more deserving black women. Yeah. It does not look good. Um, it's a mess. Yeah. Uh, I forgot how I even got on. Oh, so uh, yeah, I've seen some of these movies like like to Leslie again. No one's seen it. It's nowhere. Yeah. Like I think I can rent it on Apple, but I'm not gonna pay money to see a movie. What it am came. I? It came out in an art house picture, art house theater in L.A. for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, so the major movies I still need to see uh, uh, to to get the main awards because. Even last year, I still, there's still movies from last year I didn't see. Shorts, a documentary, yeah. a couple of I remember you were saying, like, last year, like, there was shit that, like, wasn't even available until after the Oscars. Um, I need to see one Best Picture nominee, to, Women Talking, uh, to Leslie's an actress nominee. I need to see The Whale. I still haven't been able With, to see. With uh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, so I've seen... Is I've, The Whale A24? Uh, I believe so. It's a Darren Aronofsky, at least. I, know, uh. I don't know if it's A24. Uh, Living, kind of nominated for Best Actor. Bill Nye, you know who that is. I know who Bill Nye is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. Bill, Bill Nye, <laughs> the science guy. Uh, and then those are the main ones I need to see. There's a movie. The movie I most want to see, just because I'm curious, is this nominated for Best uh, Foreign Feature. It's called EO. Letter E, letter O, EO. Mm-hmm. It's about a donkey. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. So it's pronounced. Yo. Yeah. Oh wait. Um, wait. What's the joke? Uh, fuck. There, I, I keep seeing it on a TikTok, and I can't remember that. It's like a little kid telling a joke about a chicken. Oh, why are chickens so funny? Because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that joke. Um, yeah. Uh, the world is a mysterious place when seen through the eyes of an animal. Eo, a gray donkey with melancholic eyes, meets good bad. Good and bad people on his life's path. Experiences joys and pains. Endures the wheels of fortune. Randomly turn his luck into disaster and his despair into unexpected bliss. But not even for a moment does he lose his innocence. Because he's a fucking donkey. This is a live action movie? Or is it an animated movie? No, it's live action. It's best best foreign feature. Oh. Um, right. Second movie this year that features a donkey prominently. The kind of name is for an Oscar. The other one being Banshees of Indochina. Hmm. Uh, very big donkey stuff. In yeah. they, 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 <clears throat> the past couple of years, it's been like, we need death movies. Now it's like, we need donkeys. This will be a donkey movie here. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, if you want to uh, preface uh, what we're going to do for our top fives this week. Well, no, we, have something, we still have something we have to talk about. What? We have to talk about The Last of Us. Oh, right, right. We, uh, so, The Last of Us... Um, Okay, we're good. Go away. I um I know I know that I based on a based on a video game. I know I've never played the video game. I have not. Either. Um, I'll tell you what I have started doing though. Watching a, watching playthrough. a playthrough of the game. Um, and honestly, just watching the playthrough makes me nauseous. Like I I think I mentioned before that uh like a lot of times with like modern video games I get like almost like basically like seasick like motion sickness from it. Um. So I've been watching a playthrough of um, of The Last of Us, and um, I was getting nauseous, so I had to turn it off. But um, so it's based on a based on a video game. Apparently, the video game has sold like obscene amounts of copies. Mm-hmm. Um, we've talked about it before on the podcast. Bald Move is covering it. 
Um, and they've said it on the podcast. I think they said like they it sold like over like ten million copies. Uh, we talked about this uh, not too long ago, but it, uh, we we both used to be bald cat, bald, bald move. Cat. Yeah, we used to bald be both be bald move uh, 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 loyalists. But I have Zach, Zach. Yeah, Zach's left, and I'm still there. I'm a, I'm a ringer guy now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they let, got everything on. You want movies? They got a movie podcast. You want TV? They got TV podcast. You want. Prestige TV. They got Prestige TV podcast. See, I just I want the two guys. They have wrestling. Who, they have sports. They I, have, I want the guys that I know are funny talking about near, shit that I want to watch. I I there's personalities on, on <laughs> there's the personalities galore on the ringer that I I, I like I put stock in to the point where I know I I skip episodes because I know personalities that I don't like on the ringer. Yeah. I won't say them because unfortunately. They are the two most prominent people of color. Got a whole, got a whole best best leading actress uh, yeah. thing going on here. Um, My favorite correspondent is Andrew, Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, The Last of Us is based on a. I've always I've always assumed it was a survival horror game. Um, from listening to people talk about it, it not so. It doesn't sound like much of a. It sounds like your survival game that has horror elements, but not a survival horror game in the sense that like Resident Evil is a survival horror game. Um, but it stars. Uh, is is Pedro Pascal friend of the podcast? I could. I wouldn't be able to tell you from what. I don't think he is. I know we've talked about the Mandalorian. Um, but we talked about the Mandalorian. Yeah. But- I, I, He's I, an associate of the podcast. Yeah, um, Pedro Pascal, and well, he can't be made. Yeah, he can't be a made man. But um, but this girl, the the girl on on uh, the is, Last of Us, is a friend of the podcast, and I can't remember her name. Look it up real quick. But it's but she played um, Bella something. Bella Swan. It's not Bella Swan. Bella Swan's uh, what's her name's character's name in uh, I would say True Blood, but that's not it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's that fucking oh Twilight Bella Ramsey? Bella Ramsey. Um, Bella Ramsey. Did you see there was like I'm sure you didn't because you don't. There was like some article that came out that she wore it like because I think she's she's like 20. No, I, I know she's but she's like not she's either non-binary or she's like her pronouns are. Or, she wore a chest binder for like 90 percent of the the show. I was like okay. okay. She's also a twenty-year-old person. I don't know. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, you know, play it safe, play it safe now because I don't know. Now, now I don't know what what their pronouns are. Um, IMDb has her pronouns as her, but I don't really trust. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, guess I'm about to Google what are Belly Ra- Bella Ramsey's pronouns. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it would make sense that they would wear a chest binder because they are a 20-year-old person playing a 14-year-old girl. 14-year-old girls have, are allowed to have boobs. Obviously. Yeah, I know, but, like, they don't have the same boobs that, like, someone in their 20s would have. Hopefully, for the 20-year-old's sake. I, I for the like 20, to get off of this. For the 20-year-old's sake. You know, like... I like they, to get off this but, like, but what I'm saying is, like, she... They, they are playing a role that's younger, you know... Significantly younger than their actual age, so it would make sense no. that they would do so something. She's non-binary and told GQ she uses any pronouns, but she opted in the GQ article to use she/her pronouns. Okay, so she, per GQ, she is playing a character who's young, significantly younger 
than her actual age, so it makes sense that she would wear a chest binder to make herself appear younger than she actually is. I don't think it had anything to do with that. I don't think so either, but it, I mean, it, like, if someone was like, oh yeah, she wore a chest binder, I'm like, oh yeah, because she's a 20-year-old playing a 14-year-old. Uh, makes sense. What do you think about the show so far? I enjoy it. I feel like I've also heard that what's-her-name wore a chest binder. Um, what's the name of the girl? Emma Watson. I, I feel like I remember them saying, like, like she wore, a like, a chest binder during one of the Harry Potter movies because she was, like, you know, like, she was old playing, she was older than what she was playing, and she was, you know, physically developing more than what Hermione would, would have been at that point. So she was, I, I feel like I remember something like that. Can't remember, though. I enjoy the show. Um, I think I, we referred to it as, we referred to um, shows in the past, specifically WandaVision, as like, how do we, how do we refer to it as uh, <clears throat> shows that like you... you Watch for Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the first two episodes, it wasn't for me. Uh-huh. But then the third episode. The third episode, and the third episode, like they've, the third episode that I like, <clears throat> they've already talked about, um, what's the TV show awards? Emmys. Emmys. They've already, I've, I've heard, I've already heard people... Um, I've already heard buzz for that episode being nominated for an Emmy. Um, but, uh, I, I, do, do you refer to it as Destination Television? Uh, so, something like that, yeah. I, like, essentially, like, we, yeah, but it started we, with WandaVision because well, WandaVision was like, well, we as refer, soon as we referred to it as something, though. Appointment? Maybe, I can't remember. Um, for you, at the beginning, you said it wasn't. The first two episodes, the first two episodes. Was, I'll watch it when I get to it. Uh, but that third episode... Yeah, you're like, okay, I'm... Yeah, I got... This is... And has it... Can, for the fourth... Because it... As of right now, as of us recording, the five episodes are out. Um, uh, yeah, I watched the fourth as soon as... It's what I watched on Friday when it was available. Because yeah, they, 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 they didn't want to go up against the Super Bowl. Right. Um, but I'm saying, like, you've watched it right away the fourth and fifth episode but has the fourth and fifth episode lived up to it continuing to be uh i think the show is braver than a lot of shows that deal with like this kind of like world um how many times i mean they did in walking dead kill a kid kill a kid yeah but how I mean, how long did that take? Like, they're they're killing kids and they're killing kids. Episode four. They, technically, spoilers. Technically, spoilers. Technically, they killed a kid. Episode one. That's true. They, 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 they yeah. They, and oh wait, no two. They killed two kids in episode one. Wait, the Walking doesn't the Walking Dead doesn't kill a kid. They have a kid zombie. No, Rick shoots that kid. I'm pretty sure Rick shoots that little girl with the teddy bear. I don't think. I don't, no, he does, but you don't see it. Or is it? Is that the bike? Is that the bike zombie? At one point, there's a shot where you're. It's a. It's a. a like a point. Like a, not a point of view. A. Um, like you're looking like straight at Andrew Lincoln, and he brings up his gun into frame, and you're looking down the barrel of his, of his revolver, and he apologizes. Sophia. No, I'm pretty sure it's either the little girl or the fucking bike zombie. <coughs> Regardless, we're five episodes into the show, and, 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 and kids and kids are dying. By my count, three children yeah. have died. Yeah. And two uh, devastatingly uh, gay lovers. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I thought you were going to make a reference. No, I'm not going to say that because it could be a spoiler. I don't want to spoil um, stuff. Try to keep it spoiler free. I've already semi spoiled something. But how many of these shows have shot a kid in the. the yeah, how many, how many, like, they, they're like, we all wanted it on Walking Dead. Like, it, Oh, God. On Walking Dead, I, I told you when, when it was on it, how bad did I want a baby to eat its way out of Lori? <laughs> so bad. I wanted we it all, we so all did. bad. Oh, I wanted it so bad. We all did because we all hated Lori. Um, um, but yeah, I, it's, I, I think it was a point, I think we did refer to it as appointment television. It, it, it started as appointment television for me. Um, and it, it's been that way. It's been that way the whole time. Um, I, I, see, I think what it is, is I, like I said, I never played the game, but I've always heard how great the game is. Same. So I was like, and you know what it is? Like, if I remember correctly, at one point, Walking Dead was optioned to HBO. Right. They, they, no, no, it wasn't op- they, HBO passed on it. HBO passed on Walking Dead. Um, so, and like, so in, like, I think if HBO hadn't passed on Walking Dead, Walking Dead would have continued to be as good a show as it was, as it was in season one. It, it's, I, I mean, think, it, I think if HBO didn't pass on it, I think they would have put the right, like, What's his name? But here's, here's the problem. Darabont it's, running it was good, and I think HBO would have kept that. You, you don't know that. I don't, but in my head, I like to think that HBO would have made a smart choice, because HBO makes good television, and they saw, and they would have seen that he was making good television. So, I think that if HBO had not passed on Walking Dead, Walking Dead would have continued to be a good show, and maybe not on, not, maybe wouldn't have been as drawn out as, as it was. So... Me seeing that they're coming out with this show was, you know, my in my head. This is this was HBO's this was HBO's second hey, chance at, at a Walking Dead. Um, so I'm I it was it was appointment television for me from the get go because I want to see I want to see what HBO can do with that kind of world. Um, you gotta remember though, Adam. It's not just it's not the it's not the it's, it's not. It's the people that are it's the, the people dead. that yeah. It's the people that the are people there. that are the one. I know there's there's zombies walking around, but it's the people themselves. Even, even if even if even if there's more people out there than just uh, Joel and Ellie, hmm. uh, they are the last of them yeah. of us because everyone out there they're they're the zombies. They're the monsters. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So but yeah, but I'm 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 really enjoying it. I'm I, I'm, I'm digging it. It's it. So I can't. I remember. like the world built. I like the. The, I've always said on the show I like um, you like world building. world building, but I like subtle world building mm. where we um, kind of have to fill in the blanks. Mm. And there's not a like they 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 kind this show a little bit yeah. is, is very like even the things that are left to for you to figure out one episode probably get filled in the next episode mm-hmm. but i like 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 for instance like figuring out what's going on with um Remember, no spoilers um uh, melody linsky's character uh, like that situation yeah you, you kind of get it filled in more in the next episode but you're left trying to put the pieces together in the episode yeah. but by the way great casting just for like a two episode arc yeah um you know who she's married to Yes. I know it's someone famous. Ish. Ish. 
Who, they, who is she married to? Jason Ritter. That's it. Yeah. Um, he's fucking famous, dude. He's Jason goddamn Ritter. I guess. He's John Ritter's son, Zach. Show some goddamn respect. Yeah, put some put some put some respect on your tone. Um. Uh. But yeah, there's there was something that I watched, or something that I had heard. Oh, you know what it was? I had someone had showed me a bunch of clips of um Jason Ritter of Red Dead Redemption um, Two. Joe Joe Marchetti. Yeah. Um, showed me a bunch of clips of Red Dead Redemption 2 and I thought it looked really cool to the point where I was like oh I would actually consider buying whatever system Red Dead Redemption 2 is out so I could play Red Dead Redemption 2 watching The Last of Us I if 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 I knew that I wouldn't throw up from doing it I would want to buy a PS5 and play The Last of Us and The Last of Us Part 2 I'm not going to because I'm going to vomit so I'll just periodically watch them on YouTube um, but yeah, I've been, I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Uh, yeah, and now they're saying, I'm kind of, here's my one problem. Uh, they had said originally that it was going to be two seasons. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying the second game. Uh, is going to be two, two seasons? Two seasons. I kind of, if they can do so, it. So, so. I understand. Do you know, do you because, know, by the way, do you know who the, the, did we talk about this, the guy that does the show, do you know what he did before? No. Oh, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I can under, from listening to Bald Move and listening to, Bald, so, if you ever listen to a Bald Move podcast, it's like you're Which watching. I'm a ringer enthusiast. Yeah. Um, when they did, when they covered Game of Thrones. Yeah, ask me how long it's been since I've listened to a podcast. How long it's been since you've listened to a podcast. A, bo- a, bald, a bald Move podcast. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> um, if you listen to Bald Moves, um, uh, any Bald Move uh, thing that they cover that comes from some other source material, like Game of Thrones, they had a spoiler uh, uh, section of their podcast talking about book differences and things like that, and, like what happens in the books. They you, have you've always been very like you I don't care about spoilers. No, I don't care. Um, I, I I don't think knowing. Knowing the destination doesn't affect the journey. All right. Well, um, you know that I do, so be careful yeah. in what you're. Well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. So, um, the the talk the the way they've talked about. Um, so with, so so funny for for the Bald Move podcast for uh, the Last of Us, they refer to their spoiler section as the spore lore section because yeah, fungus. Um, but they have. They have the spore, the spore lore section, and then the super spore lore section for things that also include spoilers of the second game. And the way they talk about the second game, having two seasons makes sense. Um, on The Ringer, the, they, they're, they're covering it on their prestige TV podcast. Uh, the one host is having people uh, send her mushroom re- recipes so she can reclaim the power mm. of... Uh, like over the fungus, yeah. Um, Friend of the podcast, trust the fungus. Um, uh, so let's get into. Uh, yes, we have a top five. So and again, next next week we will be covering Empire Strikes Back. Just to close, just to, just because Adam already watched it and took his notes three months ago. Um, but what we wanted to do was, me and Zach decided that. Um, we don't want to do we we I mean we going forward we are going to do themes, you know we 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 can't not not do, um, bummer movie club you know we can't 
um, we can't do no joke or remember. We 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 enjoyed doing our we our um, at the very least. Yeah. To come up with the pun names. Yeah. We we if if, if if we're not coming up with pun names, then what are we doing this for? Yeah. So we we both really enjoyed doing um, themed months, but I think like the last like I think the last like four months of 2022 were all theme months. Uh, it was cold. Cold was uh, December. No budget November. No budget November. Slasher slasher movie club. And then before that was. That's is when we came back from our previous hiatus, and I think it was kind of just yeah. Oh, it was nineties. Nineties, that's right. Nineties on nine. Nineties on nine. Yeah. So the last like four months of last year were were um, theme months, and Zach and I decided that we we weren't going to do a theme month for a little bit. We kind of have a theme a theme, but we don't have a theme month um, for a little bit. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to to do Empire Strikes Back. So my notes aren't wasted. Um, and then what we're going to do is Zach has a top five movies that he wants to cover. And I have top five movies that I want to cover. I just realized one of my movies was already on the list. What list? That we've, that we've done? No. That we were going to do. Oh, was it? It was, it was in the cold month and I didn't really. Oh, oh, we'll talk about it. Um, so what we're going to do is very much like how Zach and I would do um, Oscar Movie Club. Yeah, we're not doing Oscar Movie Club this year. But we are going to take our Zach's top but five. Only because there's no death movies. Yeah. Oh, there's no death movies, so what's the point? Um, but uh, but what we're going to do is Zach's going to – we're going to take Zach's top five. We're going to take my top five. We're going to assign all of those movies a number. And then have a random number generator pick what movie we cover. So we're gonna list our movies this week, but after, after at the end of next week's episode, we'll, we'll have a we'll, we'll have a number. Random. Yeah, we'll do the random for what we're doing uh, after next week's Empire Strikes Back. Um, so uh, Zach, I'm I'm technically I'm hosting, so uh, uh, customary you would give your top five. All right, first. so I ended up with a list of eleven movies. Yeah. And I couldn't pick between them. Um, well, well, first off, Zach goes, "Oh, I have seven. I gotta, I gotta fix that." And then he walks away for twenty minutes and comes back. He's like, "I have 11. It's like you're going the wrong way, motherfucker. Um, so what I did is I entered all of. I just numbered them one through eleven. Put yeah. them in a random list generator, and the the first five came up. In case any there's any um, overlap or shit we can't find, yeah. we have backups. Uh, so these are the five movies I've selected that we'll be covering over the next ten uh, weeks, two and a half, two and a half months. Yeah, uh, The Martian. Oh, with the uh, Matt Maddie Damon. Damon. I like The Martian, dude. Uh, Walk Hard. Nice. Billy Madison. Nice. Wet Hot American Summer. Solid. And the movie that actually was scheduled for the end of Cold Movie Month, uh, Fargo. Oh, nice. I completely forgot where you do Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um. So mine, um, I know we've talked about we've talked about covering at least one of these movies because I just recently I watched it not that long ago by Zach's recommendation and it was fucking insane. Um, so my top five, I luckily Zach has extras because I have a, a, a strong feeling that one of my movies is going to be hard to find, and I'm going to save it for last. <laughs> okay, two of my movies, Zach is going to look at me like I'm batshit insane. Um, but I have, uh, Barbarian. Okay. 
because that movie needs to be talked about. And that one, that one is going to come with heavy, 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 yeah, heavy you, yeah. you are not allowed. Do not, to listen do to not listen to that movie. podcast without watching that movie first, because Zach, Zach told me to watch that movie completely going into a blind, and it made it so much fucking better. Um, I had, I don't even think I saw a trailer for it. The only thing, the only thing I knew about it was that you watched it and recommended it. Um, movie that we've talked about um, doing in the past, uh, Goon. Which was on my short list. Yeah. Um, fucking, I love Goon. Um, movie that I've, I talked about loving, I've talked about loving this podcast, Knives Out. Okay. Um, a movie that I've talked about it on this podcast before, uh, during one of our, um, one of our um, anniversary episodes. Um, and it was, uh, the question was like a, I think it was like a, like something you turn on, something you watch every time it's on TV. And that movie for me is Real Steel starring Hugh Jackman. <laughs> At one point we will cover The Rock. Have you ever seen it? Yes. Okay. I was like, I, cause I remember watching it the first time. I'm like, oh, I'll put on The Rock and Soccer Movie. I put it on for my kids. I put a I put it on for my kids because I was like, oh, they'll watch the fucking robots punch each other. It'll be fun. And then I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, there's like a heartfelt father-son storyline going on here. Okay, this is weird. Um so and what, and what's your one that So So on? Real Steel is on my list. And the one that might be difficult, uh let me let's see if Zach I want Zach to try to guess it. So Zach, I said to Zach earlier that it would be a hard we might have a hard time finding it. And Zach jokingly said, Is it Mother Goose Rock and Rhymes? And I said no, but think in that vein. So Zach, what? Any other clue? A, a movie from our youth. I, I have no idea. Just think. Movie, uh, more specifically, a movie that I loved as a kid. Daddy, I, I didn't pay attention to you as a kid. Warriors of Virtue. Oh man! <laughs> I fucking love Warriors of Virtue, dude. Um, Fucking kangaroo ninjas? That's what's up. Do you want to know if 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 that one is unfindable? Oh, jeez, you're fine. If that was unfindable, and we were to take my next one, randomize. You want to know what it is? Yeah. Uh, If we cannot watch Warriors of Virtue, we will replace it with Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Nice. (laughs) That's awesome. I really like. I, I really hope that we can find Wars of Virtue, but I also hope that we can't find Wars of Virtue. Uh, if I can, the other movies on my list. Yeah, let me hear the other movies that you. Uh, Big Fish. Big Fish was some Big Fish. Me and Zach have talked about it. Big Fish, even though we're not going to be covering it in this two and a half month span. Right after that two and a half month span, we're probably covering Big Fish right away. Um, the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaums is a good one. Uh, Watchmen. Oh, good. And Ocean's Eleven. Oh, nice. That'd be Which fun. Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. It's fun. I think it's a fun it's fucking movie. The funnest movie yeah. of the 20th century. Oh, dude, you fucking said Royal Tenenbaums, and all I can think of is, um, like, immediately when you say Royal Tenenbaums, what comes to mind is Owen Wilson driving in the car with the fucking face paint. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. And then immediately when, him when crashes and kills yeah, the dog. Yeah, he crashes and kills the dog. <laughs> And then he immediately just followed by is like, now I know we like he died at Little Bighorn, but what my book presupposes is, what if he didn't? Maybe he didn't. Like, 
Um, that'll be, and I think, I think it'll be uh, a, a good two and a half months. A strange two and a half months once we get to Real Steel and Where is a Virtue. I really hope World of, Real Steel is number one, dude. Let me, let me see. Because I got to just watch. So, um, so for, for Real Steel is streaming on Hulu. Oh, perfect. Um, Warriors of Virtue. Warriors of Virtue is streaming on Tubi and Pluto. Is it? Get the and, fuck uh, out of here. That's awesome. I re- Dude, that's fucking rad. So we'll be able to watch. Dude, that's so fucking awesome. I hope it's fucking first, dude. Um, For those of you who aren't aware, Warriors of Virtue is a story about a little boy who falls into like an interdimensional portal. It's like. Little boys falling into some sort of portal. It was nineties as fuck. Nineties. Nineties as fuck, dude. So this small boy, this teenage boy, falls into a, a interdimensional portal and ends up in this world where there are these kangaroos that talk and do karate. But the, it's so fucking strange. It's so fucking good. It's so it's when I say it's so good, I mean like five year old me thought it was good. It's actually fucking terrible, and it's gonna be bad, and I can't wait to cover it. Um, Warriors of Virtue might also like could possibly fit into Bummer Movie Club, no problem. So I that's what makes me very excited about it. Um, uh, so what? Uh, Zach, Zach had to, Zach had, Zach had to use the facilities for a minute. Um, but, uh, Zach, I don't know if you heard me, but I, I was explaining, explaining to the, to the listeners what Warriors of Virtue is. It was about kangaroos. And how it could very easily just be placed in Bummer Movie Club. But Kung Fu Kangaroos. Kung Fu Kangaroos. Um, is the prequel to Kangaroo Jack. Yes. Um, so yeah, we. I'm 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 looking forward to getting back into into the swing of things. Um, I miss it. Gotta fucking watch Empire Strikes Back. Gotta watch Empire Strikes Back. It's we we talked about like um before, like uh it took us so long to get to Fight Club. It took us so long, you know, to get to other things. Like it's taking us this long to get to a Star Wars. Have we done Pulp Fiction? Did we do? Yeah. Pulp Fiction? We did. That's what that was what we were talking. It took us that long to get to Pulp Fiction. What was my picture for Pulp Fiction? Um, I'm gonna look it up. I don't remember. Oh, was it was it us? Was it us tied to the chairs? I feel like it was us tied to the chairs. Uh, <laughs> it was, no, no, it, it was you. Was the, I was the you, yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to getting. You know, I thought the other day I was like, I've seen Pulp Fiction all the way through. Recently, yeah, and I don't know that I would have done that if we didn't. Yeah, all right, all right, go over there. Um, so, so yeah, we're both we're both really excited to be back into the swing of things. Um, crazy that like you and I can just talk uh, for two hours. Yeah, this was just supposed to be like a filler yeah, this, this is gonna be a filler episode. It's a two hour long episode, not about a movie. So, um, it's about like. 60 other different movies. Yeah, seriously. Um, so yeah, we're, we're really looking forward to being back. Um, really, I'm sure uh, Bangladesh Benny has been missing us. <laughs> um, sure, John Hannigan has had nothing to listen to on the way to work. Um, no, he keeps posting his... Uh, his playlist. His playlist, yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, 
So yeah. Let's see uh, if you can remember the thing. Uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at Summer Music Club for all of Zach's pictures. When we literally, like the second we started recording, Zach started laughing to himself and said he knew what the picture. No, it wasn't the second. It was after. It was after a bit. Uh, but he, he, Zach, Zach started laughing to himself and he realized what the picture was going to be. Um, so follow us on Insta- at Insta- on Instagram at Summer Movie Club uh, for all of Zach's funny pictures. Um, if you want to read a bunch of old tweets because Zach lost the Twitter password, follow us at Summer Movies Clue. Summer Movie CLU and then the number one. Excuse me, it's been a while since I've had to say that. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, Zach, if you have nothing else to say, I will say, as we always say, uh, be safe, be healthy, be kind to one another, and uh, it's good to be back. We're back, bitches! Alright, we'll see you guys next week for Empire Strikes Back. Love, love you guys, meet it.